Welcome to Lattes and Lifting. Grab a coffee and join us as we chat all about food, fitness, and finding your freedom. Through this podcast, we will help you navigate the fitness world stress-free. Hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the pod. Oh, we're back together again. I know we... What's that? That's like reunited and it feels... Is that a song? It is. Yeah, it's an old song, but yeah. Good job, Jill. Um, Yeah, welcome back. Um, When you guys are hearing... Well, when we're recording this, Halloween was yesterday. It's Christmas. It's officially the cold season. I don't decorate until December 1st. And I'm going to tell you why. And first of all, I had a really interesting conversation with a friend this week that was like, she's like, we're not big holiday people. And I was like, now, do you mean like vacation or like Halloween, Christmas, whatever? She's like, no, no, we're big vacation people. And I was like, yes. But holidays i could honestly take them really i know you're the opposite jill when it comes to christmas only christmas i don't really give a shit about the rest of the holidays but as somebody who has a late november baby i would like to have a very distinct um space between their birthday and christmas and i feel like that's only fair i Um, think that changes the rules because yeah like then christmas starts after their birthday it's the same with like december babies and stuff like that i always feel i feel like lots of their birthdays get squished together like my ex was a december 18th so like christmas and his birthday were the same thing until i came in and then i was like no you get a birthday and you get christmas because everyone else does yeah (laughs) and and um, it's interesting because so my original due date was December 7th, but I actually birthed two weeks early. Um, so, but, but she could have been born two weeks later. So that could have been like December 21st. So that is a big variation in how our holidays could be celebrated. And I'm really, really glad and grateful that she decided to be born early because I don't have to be that there is a distinct difference. Like it's still in November. Lots of people don't decorate until December 1st. I'm one of those people. I've always have been one of those people actually full disclosure gang. We used to like not decorate at all because we never hosted Christmas at our house. We always go to other people's houses. So I was like, why even put up a tree? Like, so I have this little wooden tree. It's really cute, but um, we did buy a Christmas tree this year. Shout out Bay Days, which makes me sound really old, but I did get a Christmas tree for 50% off. I think the Bay, as someone who's 10 years younger than you, I think um, the Bay. Excuse me? You are like 15 years younger than me. I was trying to be nice, okay? <laughs> um but I think the Bay is underrated. So I don't think that makes you old, but I also grew up with a mom who loves the Bay. So I feel like you either know the Bay or you don't. You either have, hear me out, you either have a department store mom or you don't have a department store mom. I also have a department store mom. I'm very grateful I have a just 
department store mom because honestly the base slaps like they carry some like great clothes great home things like they got the bases covered over there like my mom texted me and she's like are you still looking for a christmas tree and i was like yeah but i don't want to spend six hundred dollars on a tree that's up for a month and she's like it's bay days right now they have christmas trees on sale i was like boom nine million bucks She's like, oh, I thought we would go. And I was like, oh, no, I ordered it online. It's just It's already up. been done. I was like, no way am I going to the Bay. I have, like, PTSD from being dragged around to department stores with my mom and her sisters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that's, maybe that's my win is, like, Bay Days. And you got a Christmas tree. <laughs> that's a win. I, I did get a Christmas tree, yeah. I got gifted a Christmas tree because my mom wanted one of those, like, flocked the like ones that look like they have snow on them you know so they got rid of their old one and i said give me that so i also didn't have to buy yeah i'm all for hand-me-downs depends on like what it is but i mean jokes on them because they gave me the tree and then i have to store it at their house because i live in an apartment so i'm like give me that tree but also keep it but like it's mine but you keep it (laughs) (laughs) i don't think that really helped the like decluttering side of their life because i'm like yeah i'll take it but like you can keep it at your house <laughs> yeah that's the other thing i have to figure out where this thing is going to live the other 11 months of the year yeah um, totally fair. but do you have a non-christmas tree win i do um my win is pretty like low-key but i think these are important too because they don't always have to be a big deal I've just been like keeping with my things. Like my workouts have been getting done. I've been walking my dog. I know when the weather shifts, that can be hard. I've also been processing a lot of emotions the last couple of weeks. People really be pissing me off lately if I'm being 100% honest. So I'm glad I've like stuck with my routines and like still taking care of myself because sometimes that can be hard when you're like dealing with a bunch of other things, you know? Yeah, 100%. I feel very similarly. Um, My off season is going very well. I've been keeping up with, hear me out, four lifts per week. I was only doing two when I was running lots. And two chill runs a week, which is six days of movement. Um, Yeah. And I just want to say that, like, I don't think that – upping the frequency of your workouts is celebrated enough as a win. Um, I feel like everybody is like, we get really focused on, I, you know, like I can go longer, I can lift heavier, like all those things. But, and truly I haven't really made any like big strength gains per se, but the capacity of being able to lift like more often, Mm -hmm. um, is also a win, right? Like, I think that frequency is something that we uh, we don't really focus on enough. I think that um, it kind of gets pushed aside, but it is it is a win. Beautiful. And that perfectly leads us in to what we're talking about today. We're staying on the tough love theme. I will give a disclaimer if you're personally offended by any of the things we talk about today. Um, I'm only a little bit sorry because that means you probably needed to hear it. But also, nothing we talk about today is meant to like target one singular person. I feel like that's important to say. Yeah. And, but 
if it does trigger something in you, as with everything, if you feel triggered, it is perhaps worth a closer look in the mirror. And yeah. you're like, oh, maybe, yikes, like maybe that is me. Yeah. Um, and I say that because we're going to talk about the top excuses we hear as coaches. So I already know somebody's going to listen to that and be like, oh my God, I've used that excuse. We're probably not specifically talking about you. We've worked with hundreds of women over our years of coaching. So I promise yeah. you, whatever excuse you've made, we've heard a thousand times over. And let's also lay a disclaimer that this is not a, we are not no excuses trainers. Yeah, We are just saying that if you find yourself coming up with excuses for not exercising and it's not really like a great reason um and we'll probably get into that more but like this is not a zero excuses um episode so yeah and we're also not going to talk about it's not like if you say, oh, I don't have time to work out seven days a week, we're going to be like, figure it out. Like, you guys know that's not us. But these are like the little things are like scapegoats, are cop-outs of like, oh, I want to do this thing, but I don't really want to do this thing. So I'm going to use this like half-ass excuse as a reason why I can't do it. Yeah, I think um, there's, yeah, there's a difference between some of the, yeah. There's, there's differences. I always say, I explain it this way to clients. There's a difference between a reason and an excuse. And I don't think yeah. that gets talked about enough. Like it is a valid reason to not do your workout that day if you spent the whole night before throwing up. It is an excuse to not do your workout that day if you're a little bit tired. Like those are different things. They play on different fields. They're different levels. Like there's a big difference between reason and an excuse. And we use excuses far more than we probably should. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, why don't you, why don't you go first since this was your idea? You obviously have some in your back pocket. I do um, have, um, I'm going to cover the nutrition and workout and just like habit side of things. Cause that's as a holistic coach, we know that we do all the things over here. Um, I would say like the number one excuse I hear around nutrition is not liking vegetables. The amount of women I have talked to where I'm like, hey, we really need to increase the volume of your food so you feel more satisfied. We need to increase your fiber so that your digestion moves properly. We need to get more micronutrients in. And the way we do that is through vegetables and they're like, yeah, okay. And then I see their food tracking and I'm like, hey, where's your vegetables? And they're like, I don't like them. Yeah, I I feel like, honestly, if you're sitting here being like, I don't like vegetables, I don't think you've tried hard enough. And I, and I know that sounds kind of harsh, but like, have you tried raw, roasted, air fryer, steamed? Have you tried more than carrots? Yeah. Have you tried more than broccoli, right? Like have, there has to be something that you do like, 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 and honestly, like, you know, some people's taste buds are just different that way. Maybe you're like, have like emotional trauma around vegetables because your mom made you sit at the table in front of your cold broccoli until like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. But 
can I offer you like some seasoning <laughs> or olive oil or cheese? Yeah. Like nobody's saying you have to have like a bowl of raw vegetables every day. If you don't like, like it's getting colder. If you don't like raw vegetables, cook them. And also <laughs> from a digestion standpoint, raw vegetables are hard for us to digest. So yeah. that doesn't have to be all you eat. Or if we're not going to do vegetables, we need something else. And that's where like greens, powder, supplements, that kind of stuff can yeah. come in. But they do not replace the actual food. So then usually the like, I don't really like vegetables and I'm not willing to try any because usually those go hand in hand because I can give you a thousand and one ideas to eat more vegetables. Turns into, okay, let's do a green supplement. And then it's like, well, it doesn't taste that good, which is not true. They taste fine. Um, but I love you guys with my whole heart. You got to grow up a little bit. Like if we want to make changes with our health and our nutrition and our eating habits, we're going to have to grow up just like a titch more than I don't like vegetables. And we're going to have to yeah. get around that. <laughs> and I think, I think this kind of plays, we had an episode a while back about some adulting things. We just need to kind of like be the grown up, stop eating like an asshole, like those kind of things. You have to find a vegetable that you like. Like there's a hundred different kinds of bagged salads out there. Um, that is there's, fine. Don't yes. get turned off by bag salad, right? Like yeah. there's there's a billion different ways to prepare vegetables. There's different kinds of seasonings, there's oils, there's, you know, like nobody's saying you have to have like Brussels sprouts if you truly, if they make you gag. You can put vegetables in things too, right? Like, I don't know. There's and there, I mean, there's plenty of people that that'll like make their kids smoothies and like hide a whole shit ton of spinach in there. I'm not one of those people because as far as kids are concerned, I treat fruits and vegetables interchangeably because they're kids. Um, and I don't believe in hiding things from your children. Cause I think that that creates a distrust around your parents and food. But I mean, if all you like is cucumbers go hard. Like, yes. Yeah, I think <laughs> A thing too is like it's fine to not like things but then we need to find something else that actually works like using the blanket statement of like i don't like vegetables we're not doing that yeah. anymore yeah find some and if that's your excuse to not change your nutrition habits we're gonna have a heck of a lot more roadblocks as we move through our health and fitness goals <laughs> yeah yeah, like nobody's saying you have to have like zucchini noodles because honestly, I tried that. Yeah, no, it's a no from me. I just give me the pasta. Yeah. <laughs> um, something I hear a lot is, um, and you guys all know that I coach a lot of moms, is simply like not knowing when to fit it in. It's not that you can't, it's just like, well, um, my kid's not sleeping through the night, so I don't want to commit to getting up early or, you know, like I don't want to not, um, I don't want to pick them up from daycare and then bring them home and then just like go to the gym and like work out. I don't want to drop them off at the gym daycare and do that. Um, and my best response to that is do less. So spend less time doing your workouts, whether that means 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. Um, and if you're working out at home, have your kids there with you. Mm -hmm. 
um, let them see you take care of yourself. I've recently had a client who, um, she was like, their daycare situation just kind of changed. And she's like, so I, her videos all of a sudden had her daughter in them. And I was like, this is fabulous. Look at her. She's just like, she's like, you know what? It's actually been so good for our like relationship. And I'm like, I love that. My kiddo is in the gym with me. What did I say that I do like four lifts a week? She's down there at least three of them. Sometimes she watches her iPad. Sometimes she's walking around. Usually when I'm doing the bigger lifts, I kind of corral her off and give her her show. But the accessories, she's like, she. I usually tie a band up on the squat rack for her and she mucks around with that or she crawls all over the box or whatever. Like it's, it's still time together. Even if you're like, you don't feel like maybe it's as effective, believe me, it is. It's fine. And I know um, I can say this from a very privileged well, it's not even privilege. I have, not that I've had the opportunity, but I've also chosen to not have children um, at this phase in my life. Um, so you guys made your own choices, which is fine, but then we need to figure out what works with that. Um, you made like, your bed, lie in it. Yeah. And like, I say this, this is where my non-children privilege comes in. Your kid will be okay for your half an hour workout. They will be okay to be on their iPad or watch you work out or put a show on or let them just exist. Like I am fully confident your kid will be okay, especially as your kids get older. Um, a few of my clients are like, oh, well, like my son prevents me from doing a workout or my kid needs help with their homework. Homework to the left, workout to the right. Both can exist at the same yeah. time. And your kid will be okay, I promise. Yeah. I mean, like, for the homework thing, like, what if you had your kid on the mats beside you working on their homework and you help them out on your rest? Yeah. Like, you can probably answer a question and do a bicep curl at a even, even my almost two-year-old, when they need help with something and I'm lifting, she'll come over and be like, mommy help. Like maybe the iPad got put on a show she doesn't want to watch or whatever, or she needs help opening her snack. I'll say, I have five more and then I'll help you. Draw a boundary and be like, and then, I, and then I'm like, count with me. One, two, three, four, five, here we go. And then I'm like, okay, now I can help you. Fabulous. Um, so, both things happen at the same time. I'm not saying ignore your children. I'm just saying include them in what you're doing here. And I think having adult, I put in air quotes, conversations with yeah. your kids is important too. Like you said, explaining like, hey, I'm busy right now. Or like, mom needs to go work out for 30 minutes. Don't bother me unless it's an emergency. Like communicating those things is also fine and respectable and okay and like your kid will be okay i promise <laughs> yeah and consider the fact that when you come back from your 30 minute workout you might just feel like a better parent maybe your stress is a little bit lower maybe you feel like you've taken some time for yourself maybe you're feeling a little more patient um all of those things like nothing bad can come of that, right? And maybe if your kid like 
makes a bit of a mess while you're working out, like whatever, everything's clean upable, right? My kid came to me, I was lifting the other week and I've given her an applesauce pouch probably every day for the last year, at least. I gave, I opened it for her, I gave it to her and I was like, this is what you wanted, cool, mommy's gonna be over here. Two minutes later, she came to me with applesauce everywhere. And I was like, dude, what happened? <laughs> it's never happened before. And that she just was like all over her shirt, all over her face. And I was like, did something happen with the applesauce? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, I'll get She's you like, a new one. Like, her little brain is like, what do you think, mom? Obviously something happened with the applesauce. And, and yeah, like it was annoying because I had to stop and help her like clean it up. But like, it was also hilarious. And I'm like, are you okay? I can imagine her little brain being like, what do you think happened? Like, right. does it think I'm okay right now? Right? She wasn't upset. She was just like stunned. And I was like, did something happen? Because I'm like, I didn't see it. But like, I was like, was there, did somebody do this to you? Like, <laughs> that an issue. Um, yeah, but I'm a bit, I, as much as like, I, I see both sides. Like I know moms, you need to take time for yourself. I'm a big, big advocate of let your kids see you leave the house and do something for yourself. You know, your shower is not self-care. Um, but at the same time, if you are struggling to get workouts in and your kid needs to join you in the same room for the workout, it's fine. Two things can exist yeah. at the same time. We'll be yeah. Um, another one I hear a lot and I get this more on TikTok um, whether it's like posting my daily routines or recipes or whatever I quite frequently get the comments and this comes from clients too in many ways of like I wish I could do that I wish I could be like that I wish I could eat like that I wish I could have a morning routine you can <laughs> I know that sounds very like blunt, but my biggest pet peeve is the I wish statements. I wish I could go for a walk. I wish I had a morning routine. You're fully capable. I'm confident of doing the things. It might not look exactly the same as me, but it can be your own thing. And I think sitting there being like, oh, I wish I could do that stops us from actually figuring out how to get it done because then we kind of use that as an excuse of like oh but i could never like i wish i could live my life that way but i can't and um, i just think we need to get away from sitting there watching other people do the things we want to do and being like oh, wish i could do that but i can't like yeah can't. i feel like it's important to know that like let's take the morning routine for example is that you didn't wake up one day and have like a 10 step morning routine. Yeah. You were like, okay, I need to be better about my mornings. I think I would feel a lot better throughout the day if I had some sort of established routine. What am I already doing that works? Um, and what can I add that might feel challenging now, but in a couple of weeks, it's not gonna feel as challenging, right? So whether that is waking up and making sure you eat something before you have your coffee, waking up and making sure that you have a glass of water before you have something, making sure that you take your greens every morning or your supplements every morning, or um, waking up and being like, hey, instead of sitting on my couch scrolling TikTok, I'm going to take my dog for a walk for 20 minutes. Like 
there are things we can do. There are things that we can all do to create a better morning routine. So like me, for example, I have always just like got up, had my, I've had, I've been taking greens for like, probably like five years now. And I would always just do like greens and then like wait a little bit and then coffee. And I was like, you know what? I feel like if Jill was my coach, she would want me to have something to eat for coffee. So what did I do? I delayed my coffee by 20 minutes and had a banana in between and some water. And then I had my coffee. And then you know what else I started doing? Because parents, if you know, if you have a toddler, you're probably not going to finish your coffee without it going cold. So what did I start doing? I implemented I only drink coffee in my house out of travel mugs, good travel mugs, because I can have a coffee going for like hours and it's still hot. I I do not like lukewarm coffee. Do not give me lukewarm coffee. So there are small things you can do that is not, hi, I'm so-and-so on TikTok and here's my 25-step morning routine. You can be just like me. Well, you can be kind of like me and have your own routine. And maybe that routine is only four steps and that's the win. Yeah. And like my switching my morning routine, like I had that mindset once upon a time of like, oh, I wish I was that girly who had like a fabulous morning routine. And it started with like, hey, wake up five minutes earlier. Like that, you're not going to have a morning routine if you don't have any time in the morning. And yeah. I get that. I get the I wish statement a lot when I talk about breakfast and eating in the morning. I wish I had time for breakfast. I wish I could wake up earlier. Like, no, you can. You're just using that as a convenient excuse to be like, oh, couldn't be me because there's no possible way I could ever figure out how to make that work for myself. Like, Start by waking up five minutes earlier. Start by like if you were sitting there being like, oh, I wish I went for a walk every day. Okay, go for a loop around your block once a day. And then two loops around your block and then maybe pick a new block to walk around like start with the little things but stop using the i wish that could be me but it can't as an excuse why you're not putting in the work to get it done probably the time you're spending scrolling on TikTok could be used to start one of those routines you wish you could do yeah and and like i said start small right look at what you're already doing well maybe the order of operations changes a little bit maybe you prep something the night before to make your life a little bit easier um i saw a tiktok that was hilarious that this um this mom puts her kids in their school clothes like to sleep in so that they don't have to go through the hassle of like getting dressed in the morning and i i laughed but i was like i mean if that's your struggle yeah why not? <laughs> yeah. And I think it's starting starting with the little things. But I think we get stuck in that, like, wish it could be me mindset for far too long when we could just be figuring out how to make it. Yeah. And getting away from making those, like, definite statements is important to, like, oh, I can't do that. Yeah. Right. We can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um trying to think of another excuse that I hear a lot. Um, I think, I think a lot of people feel like they 
if they start a workout and they don't do the whole thing, it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say you like, you get through your warm up and you do like your first couple sets and you're like, oh, this is like not it. But you end up finishing the set and you're like, you know what? I'm just not going to do my accessories. You're like, yeah, workout totally flunked. Um, no, that is not true. You deciding to throw in the towel is okay. Um, I did it yesterday because I had a headache and I started and I was like, man, my body feels a lot more fatigued than I thought it did. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to finish the mobility. I'm going to do a set, a couple sets of squats and then I'm going to decide. And I finished the squats and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do two accessories and then I am calling it. But I am not. I was like, I am not pushing myself today. I was like, I picked weights that were pretty, what am I trying to say? Moderate, like less than moderate, super easy. And I was like, I'm just going through the motions. I totally called it in 100%. Did my workout still count? Yes. Yeah. And I think that's important (laughs) is we... I think that leans into the excuse of like, well, I don't have time to work out too. Cause we feel like if we can't do it all, we might as well do yeah. none of it. And I promise you something is better than nothing. We've said that a million times. I'm sure what I do to kind of combat that. Um, and my coach always laughs, but like the, the downside of being a trainer who has a coach is I <laughs> sometimes I'm just like, Nope, I'm doing it this way today because I know that it's equivalent or similar or, whatever. Um, So what I do is as I move through my program throughout the week, and this is something if you have a coach, talk to them about it. If you don't have a coach, uh, I'm telling you, you're allowed to do it, um, is I'll move through my workouts for the week and anything I don't get to or I don't get done or I run out of time to do, I collect and then make it its own little workout. So then I have like the four or five movements I didn't get throughout the week, stick those together, throw some cardio in, Boom, I just created a fourth or fifth workout for myself for the week, but it doesn't feel overwhelming of like, I didn't do these things or I didn't complete my program. You just collect all your little exercises that got missed and do them as their own little day. Yeah. And and if you're working with a coach, um, they can help you do that. So one thing actually that happened, um, when did I have a call with my client? Last week, I guess. Um, so she was, had three different workouts to cycle through and the day three one got done like once or twice out of six weeks and day one and two is like getting done a lot. And I was like, what if we, what if instead of having three, we have two, right? goes like day one, day two, day one, day two. And it's like, you still have three workouts a week, but day one comes up twice one week and day two comes up twice next week. That way you just have more opportunities to do the workouts. And that way it doesn't feel like when you do get to day three, you're like, what are these movements again? Because what we have to remember as coaches is that not everybody looks at a workout and is like, I know what that movement is. I know what that movement is. Oh, and I also know what my weights are for that type of movement. Not everybody thinks about exercise the way that we do, right? There are people who will literally watch the demo video every single time that workout comes up there were there are people who will have to go back and look at what they chose for weights last time to make sure that they're either progressing a little bit or that they're not um like over going too hard or whatever right so they don't have to try to figure out their weights every single time 
right? And yes, we should be like meeting ourselves where we at on the where we're at on the day, but knowing what we did last time gives us a starting point to be like, oh yeah, I did these with 20s last time. It did feel a little easy. Maybe I'll try 22 and a half this time and see how it goes. So know that if you have, if you're doing, you can do the same workouts over and over and over again. I've literally been following the same ish program for like, with the exception of when I was pregnant and I did CrossFit for like five years. I do not change the movements all that often. It might be like, like, let's say it's like a single leg deadlift. One week I might feel spicy and be like, it's a B stance for a couple weeks, but it's still the same movement pattern. I just don't change it. I might change like the rep scheme or the weights or something like that, but like you can do the same things over and over again and still get the results you want. I also think if your current excuse is like, oh, I didn't have time to get it done, it can get pushed to the next week. Like if you have three workouts in your program, five workouts in your program, whatever, you only get to the gym, like you get to the gym one less time than you needed to, start the next week with the workout you didn't do instead of just throwing the whole workout out and starting over from day one. Because then you're never going to get to that last workout of the week or have that conversation of like, should I just be doing, like if you're consistently missing a workout every week, maybe it's time to change things. But also you're allowed to be like, oh, I ended last week on day two. Okay, I'm going to start this week on day three. Like you're allowed to shift your workouts into the next week instead of using the excuse of like, oh, I didn't have time to get that done. Okay, find new time or make it look a little bit different for yourself. Um, But the excuse of like, I don't have time to work out doesn't fly around here (laughs) yeah and and always know that like you might have weeks where your time is a little bit more and you might have weeks where your time is a little bit less i had a client message me yesterday and she was like i just saw my work schedule for the week and like i i'm not gonna have time to work out in the mornings but she's like but i will still make time to what she does is she drops her kids off at school and then um she walks her kids to school and then what she does is she walks home but she does like an extra loop around the neighborhood with her with her neighbor who's also a co-worker <laughs> like isn't that also a meeting <laughs> um but she's like but i will make time to walk an extra like 10 or 15 minutes every school drop off and i was like that sounds great beautiful like don't if you feel like it is just like too even if like maybe just the mental load of the week is too high to like get into your lift and do that that workout, you can replace it with something that feels less mentally taxing. I will never be like, oh, I can't believe you didn't get any of your, I would never say that to anybody. But like, if you're like, honestly, all I'm going to do this week is walk. I'll be like, cool. Let me know how far you went. Let me know how you're feeling. You know? But yeah, we got to get away from the just like hard stop. I don't have time. We can make, I promise you, we can make something even if it's not by the book or how the plan should be or whatever, but if your go-to excuse is, I don't have time, so I'm gonna do absolutely nothing, we need to change that a wee bit, just a, just a titch. <laughs> or else we're literally never gonna get anything done. And I made a post about this, um, and I guess this is like my third excuse that I hear, and I made a post about it on my Instagram this week, um, is the I don't want to mindset. And if we only, do our things, stick to our habits, stick to our goals, stick to our routines. When we want to, 
I can guarantee you, you're never going to see any progress. You're never going to see any change. You're never going to understand why this thing works for so many people if we cannot get away from, I don't want to work out. I don't want to eat vegetables. I don't want to do X, Y, and Z. If we only do the things on the days we absolutely are stoked to do it, you're never going to see progress. So we need to find a way to get our things done, even if it's not the most exciting thing we've ever wanted to do in our lives. Like most of my days, I don't wake up being like, oh my God, I'm so excited to go to the gym. There's some days that feel that way, but my workout will get done whether I'm excited to do it or not. And that is when progress is gonna get made. I cook myself food, I eat breakfast, I prioritize protein even if I don't necessarily want to that day because I know it's going to help me. And I always think of like, what's future me going to want? But yeah, if you only stick to your things on the days you want to, nothing's changing for you. Yeah. I think um, consistency is more important than knocking it out of the park every day. The people who the people who try to knock it out of the park every day are the people who end up doing nothing in two or three weeks. Yeah. Um, but consistency will always, always, always trump anything else. If you don't listen to anything else we say, that is it. Whether it is consistent daily movement, consistent protein, consistent, just like even if you never feel like a rock star in any of your lifts, I don't, if you call it in every day, good for you. You called it in every day. At least you gave yourself the chance to call it in. You didn't just, I'm not doing it at all. Yeah. You know, like if, if I, if I didn't work out every time I didn't feel like working out, I'd probably work out like twice a week total. Two to six is a big difference. And I'm not saying that I work out an hour, six days a week. Some days it might be 20 minutes. Some days it's 30. Some days it's 40. Usually not over an hour, actually, because I don't have that kind of time. But it's like anything, right? Like, even if you don't want to go to work, you show up and go to work because you're being an adult and you have to. Someone is paying you to be there. It's like bills to pay. Yeah. We can't just be not going to work. You know, like (laughs) nobody, nobody likes to, you know, do laundry and clean their kitchen, but we do it. Like to be, (laughs) we do it because we have to. Right. Um, And now nobody's saying you have to exercise, but if you're listening to this podcast, you probably do. Right to some extent, I do feel like internally, I've been doing it for so long, I do have to exercise as part of who I am. And it's not just because I'm a coach, it's because when I move my body, I feel better in my body. I have less aches and pains, I sleep better, I um, I feel better about my appearance. And I know that that's like, you're like, oh, we don't exercise for the way that we look. No, we don't. But if Sometimes we feel, we, if do. we feel more confident in who we are because we feel strong, 
maybe you are working towards some aesthetic goals. Nobody's going to shame you for that here. But I know that I am a better person when I exercise. I am more patient with my kid. I am, I, I, I also don't know, like, what kind of a, what kind of a personal trainer would I be if I didn't exercise at all? You do it, not, not me, though. Do as I say, not as I do, yeah. friends. Um, I just, I, it's not that I'm trying to, like, live the lifestyle. It just is my lifestyle. I'm not trying well, anymore. It just happens. I do think you have to walk the walk, especially as a trainer. You can't be sitting here telling people to eat their vegetables and their protein and work out while and you're like, I do none of them. And that is different than us saying you need to look a certain way to be a trainer or you need to be like a fast runner to coach runners. I had a conversation the other week with another trainer because they posted something and I was like, this is exactly why. They were talking about AI and Photoshop photoshopping and things like that and how influencers do that and how with AI like you just you don't even know if the person the picture you're looking at is a real person and I was like and this is exactly why your body should never be your business card and they were like well actually I think that it is because people approach me on the gym floor all the time trying to get strong like me and I was like yeah but just because you look the way you do doesn't mean you're strong doesn't mean you know how to make other people strong and I was like so what you're saying is I can't coach runners that are faster than me Yeah. So I have to be I have to be faster and stronger than all of my clients. Yeah. That doesn't I make any that, sense. I think we had that conversation when we talked about the other day in the pod. Um, but I know you sidetracked me and now I don't remember what we were actually talking about before we talked about trainers. Um, well, this happened after that last recording. So I did have to get it off my chest because you're the only person who understands and is obviously on my side because you can't be on this person's side you also don't like them no uh, <laughs> i don't like them um, but oh yeah about only doing things when we want to that is was our original topic i just think that yeah we would get nothing done if we only did it when we wanted yeah. that's a big thing i know both of us get is like oh how are you so consistent how do you stick to it how do you do x y and z i just am and, well, and every time my brain goes to, I don't really want to do that, the next thoughts in my head are, but I'm going to do it anyways. And when I first started making that mindset shift, it was a verbal, but I'm going to, because you have to remind yourself, like, it's fine to not want to. It's fine to not be the most excited ever, but you still need to get it done. You still need to eat your vegetables. You still need to eat your protein. You still need to go for a walk. You still need to do the things to get to where you want to be whether you're super pumped about it or not and I think that leans into like parenting yourself too but it's also just a mindset shift if you use the excuse of I don't want to you're never going to get anything done and neither of us can really help you either and I know that sounds like what do you mean my coach can't help me if you're fully convinced that you're only going to do things when you want to I can do absolutely nothing to change that. So we got to get yeah. around that mindset. We can talk about it. We can work on the mindset shift. We can have the conversation, but you have to be willing to try to do the things even when you don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. We can, it, it actually doesn't really matter. We can write as many programs for you as you like, but I cannot make you do them. 
No. And if you're going to sit there and be like, I don't want to, I cannot help you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Unless you're willing to have the conversation and work on shifting the mindset or have the conversation of like, okay, so what can we do instead today? We need to have that. I think it's important to you to have that compromise because there is going to be days where going to the gym is not going to happen and that's fine. But that's a big dialogue I have with myself too. Of like, okay, hey, if I'm not going to go to the gym today, what am I doing instead? Find something you want to do slightly more than without just being like, doing nothing because I don't want to. <laughs> That's not going to fly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, like, not going to lie to you guys, it can be really hard sometimes. Um, and, and we're not saying, like, you know, everybody should run because it's good for you. But, like, don't do, don't do things that you don't like. I mean, resistance training, if you truly don't like it, I'm sorry to tell you, but there's no replacement for resistance training. You need it for your bones. Convince yourself that you need the bone density. Um, and find and the fully... style that you like the most. It can be group classes. It can be whatever. I promise you there's an option outside of I'm not doing it all together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's like, I don't really have anything to add. I feel like we covered all of them. But I will say that, like, if you guys have an excuse that we didn't cover, I'd love to hear it because I'd love to talk you out of it. And I know <laughs> talk you into it. it's going to take a little bit of self-awareness to be like, oh, this is an excuse I use all the time. And we respect your self-awareness. If you're willing and able to be like, hey, this is an excuse I use all the time and I don't know how to get away from it you're already 42 steps ahead than most people because at least you recognize it's a thing that you're doing. There's tons of people that live life unaware of the excuses they make or the reasons they do the things they do. So you're already winning if you're able to be like, hey, this is a thing I do. Help me stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to give you the tough love. Yeah. So yeah, if you, have a, if you have a default excuse or you have a roadblock or something's come up where you're like, I really don't know how to get around this, uh, let us know. As always, you can send us a DM over on Instagram. You can send either of us a private DM. You could leave us voicemail if you wanna. That would be fun and fresh and cool if you wanted to give us the spiel. Give us the layout of like, hey, this is usually how me trying to work out goes or me trying to better my nutrition goes how do i get around it i think yeah and if, voicemail if you're listening on spotify you can answer the question in the show notes that's there um if you're on youtube you can leave a comment um lots of more people have been watching our youtube videos so we, we might have to start um dressing the part looking the part for youtube listen guys on youtube you're about to see like every time one of us at least is going to be in a toque and the other one is going to have a messy bun. Today I'm in a toque. Jill has the messy bun. Probably be swapped next time or we'll both have the same. It, it, it do be toque season. So you're probably going to see a lot of toques over on the pot in the next couple months. I feel like we should try to rotate so everybody sees our collection. Um, we could coordinate colors probably. We're probably capable of coordinating through colors. We probably are. 
<laughs> As always, thank you on YouTube. If you do watch on YouTube, let us know. Um, but as always, you can find the podcast and all the direct links um, to listen over at Lattes and Lifting Podcast. If you head to our bio over there, it gives you all the links to Spotify, Apple, Google, all the things that's in there. You can find me on everything at coachjill.april. And you can find me at JLock Fitness on all the socials. We will catch you guys next time. Bye.